Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 60 of On the Flank. I'm one of your host, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, uh, just, uh, just a couple hours ago here, uh, we finally know what's going to be happening in a couple hours here in the World Cup. We have a bracket, Joe. They've done it. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> it's, they've done it in uh, every way but actually. <laughs> they have avoided at all, Blizzard that is, has avoided at all costs personally tweeting about this uh, for some reason or personally writing about these preliminary groups. Uh, they have em- they have employed all the uh, all the original teams, all the UKs, the Germanys, the Japans, the Swedens. All, all they have employed them to tweet out the brackets themselves, because uh, of course, releasing the full bracket themselves would be too much work. Joe, that's giving them too much attention. They don't want the attention right now. Evidently, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very interesting. So, Joe, because we have the brackets, we actually have some what something to talk about a couple hours before these start it's Uh, crazy yeah which is nice we were joking about how we had nothing last week we had nothing the week before we had absolutely nothing to understand who the last five teams uh would be decided for this for this main event at blizzcon uh technically this is at blizzcon too even though blizzcon starts tomorrow and not today uh but technically it's at the same place um, so Joe, <laughs> I guess we should go through brackets. I don't know. Um, there are five of them, A, B, C, D, E. The first one includes, uh, New Zealand, Austria, Australia, Denmark, and Taiwan and Denmark, Taiwan, and Australia all have buys. New Zealand and Austria play each other in the first round to winner gets to play Australia and how these bracket works brackets work is there are five of them five spots left so just the winner of each bracket qualifies and I'm I'm imagining there's some there's some seating behind this right Joe like they're not gonna put I would, I would assume so yeah because I think um just like looking at the groups like I think they lots of the teams that have buys usually are like have done better in the past, which makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, and I don't think just looking at these it doesn't look like there's really a group of death death type thing, which there usually is in this, in these world cup type things. There are a couple groups that have two great teams and only one of them is going to make it, but that's what's going to happen when there's only 10 in the final groups there. Yeah. Um, but as the, the first bracket I just described, I think Australia is a clear favorite here. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think Australia is a clear favorite. So we'll see if they don't make it out or do. Um, bracket B has has uh, a lot of European juggernauts here. We got Iceland, Ireland facing off in the first round. Uh, and then UK got the bye, and Norway and Spain got the bye. So this one's just basically UK versus Spain, Joe. This is, in yeah, my that's, opinion. <laughs> that's, that's the way I took this out as well. Um, and, and probably give the edge to UK. I mean, particularly last year, they had a really, really nice run. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, UK, prob- 
yeah, I would say UK definitely the best team outside of that top five that qualified. Um, especially after their performance last year, you got to feel like they kind of got they kind they kind of got a a little screwed there by getting taken out of the top five and having to compete for this, especially since they got third last year, right? Uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, because I think they beat Canada in the third place game, but I'm not sure I remember too well. I also thought that, remember last time we talked about last World Cup, I thought that UK versus US was like a completely different score. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right. It worked out. Yeah. Uh, bracket C is Colombia versus the Philippines and Italy versus India in the first round. And then the buys are Sweden and Japan. Uh, I imagine Sweden is Sweden. This is Sweden's bracket to lose, but Japan, I guess, could possibly pull off the upset. Yeah, that was that was my thinking as well. That yeah, Sweden and Japan probably in the finals out of here. Um, and who, who's I know we've we've uh, have we talked about Team Sweden in the past? I feel like we have. Yeah, um, Sweden. Sweden going was one through trying to find their roster. I mean, we've got uh, this will I think notably be our first. Um, chance since they've been signed to watch Elivo and Lulsish together, so it'll be kind of cool, Just especially if you're a Washington fan. Obviously, they've played in contenders for a while, but that'll be cool to see. Yep. Um, and Sanillo. Yeah, lots of lots of players. Lots of players we've seen before. No reinforce this year. No chips. Yeah. No Manhattan. No Tavik. So lots of, lots of different players this year, actually. Um, but we get to see some Overwatch League talent on this team, which is good. Uh, notably, just since we're talking about this roster, Rat, uh, one of their DPS players, I, I hadn't even made the connection, but I think there are several um, uh, collegiate players on these teams um, uh, who, who are playing for different schools. So, like, Rat, I think, is um, plays for, like, Harrisburg or Maryville or something, uh, collegiate Overwatch, but now also is on Team Suite for the World Cup, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, yeah, collegiate represent. Uh, bracket D, you got Latvia versus Mexico in the first round alongside Hong Kong and Paraguay. Uh, and then the two people buys are Russia, Germany. I'm not people, teams. Um, <laughs> this, if any, if there was any bracket of death, I would call it this one probably, Joe, because Hong Kong has performed well in past World Cups, barely barely losing to to not move on i'd say they've been the most competitive non like finals finalist team and then germany and russia are of course pretty good too so if there were any group of death i, I would assume it's this one yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a, a a close one i think that's for sure um same thing though probably though um like i said based on the way the buys came out probably uh probably russia hong kong in, in the finals of this one uh but uh, I've given the edge to. Well, I was gonna say Shadowbird, but I guess he's probably not on this roster, isn't he? No, I don't uh, think but, he is. Uh, Russia and Co. No, he is. Yeah, he's there still he playing for Russia. Shadowbird and Co. Oh, nice. And 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 Lair from from Atlanta. Yeah, Russia's had Russia's had pretty good teams in the past. I'd say this is. I mean, Russia and Germany aren't like juggernauts. They they're just they've had past good runs in the World Cup, so I'd say this is probably the most. Bracket D is like there's not like a team that I'm like oh they've got to make it, but like Russia Germany, 
are okay and Hong Kong also has a chance to pull off an upset. So this one's an interesting one. And everyone's going to be rooting for Hong Kong because it's BlizzCon and all that stuff happened. Everyone knows. Um, it's true. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, so yeah, watch out for Bracket D. I'd say that one's the most exciting because I have no clue who's going to come out of it. Uh, bracket E is Singapore versus South Africa, Portugal versus Saudi Arabia. Uh, and then the buys went to Finland and the Netherlands. Netherlands have never, never really been successful in the World Cup. Um, so I, this is Finland's to lose for sure. Yeah, I would, I would definitely think so. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> Again, trying to scroll around, find their roster real quick. But uh, yeah, lots of vets. I mean, they're they're running. Um, Shaz, I think, has played Team Finland before. Uh, Ricky from Cockwork Vendetta, as well as RCK. Um, uh, Zappas and LH Cloudy on the tanks. But, um, yeah, just not only not only names that you'll, you'll remember, but, um, yeah, so, some good talent on there, too. That They're probably headed to uh, one of the proper group stages. Yeah, despite Big Goose and Shaz being separated this year. No, no, uh, no big goose, just Shaz. Uh, no, the goose is not loose. He is, well, maybe he is loose. The goose is loose on his couch, relaxing instead of tennis. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the goose has much more freedom. Yes, he, he does. He, technically, he is more loose. He's not tense. He's not nervous. He doesn't have to practice for this. Um, yeah, so I think Finland, definitely one of the strongest in general in, in today's competition. So, I think it'd be hard for them to lose this. I think the most interesting part is seeing seeing these random countries, seeing if they can just pull off a, a magical run, um, which would be cool. I, I think some teams got a little screwed up. Spain being in UK's bracket kind of sucks for them because I think they would win in some of these. Other, if they were in bracket D, I would kind of favor Spain over Russia and Germany. So uh, that's the only one I really think got screwed over, though. Everyone else is pretty... Everything else is pretty fair. Yeah. And we'll see how that all plays down. It starts at, um, I think, 1230 Eastern, which is uh, like two hours from when we're recording. But uh, it'll, maybe by the time this is up, it will already be going on and probably will go on for like 12 hours. So <laughs> do we know how? So are they going to be streaming every game? I think that's the plan. They've got four. Um, and again, I, I forget where I found this page, it's like, I just like Googled Overwatch World Cup, but it, it's a page on overwatchleague.com has links to uh, the four channels they're using. It's uh, Play Overwatch, Overwatch Contenders, and then I think OWWC1 and OWWC2 are, are, are the four Twitch channels that they're going to have all these matches on. Mm, okay. And they, they announced all the talent, broadcaster talent too. Um, Jake, Jake's returning with uh, Lemon Kiwi. Uh, you got UberX, you got Brennan Sideshow casting, ZP and Avast again, Jaws and Leg Day, um, which Jaws and Leg Day I think is a very underrated duo. Um, re- our Golden Boy will be there, reinforce Zoe as as hosts. So some ex- some exciting talent. I it's what we expected at this point, um, but very nice. And but also you'll get to just hear all these people an extra amount since they have four channels streaming uh everyone's basically going to be casting uh one game at a time uh because there are five groups 
and four games going on at a time. So very interesting, very exciting starts. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably on. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on Halloween, it is a problem. I forgot this is a Halloween episode show. We we need to be more spooky. I, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I, I almost uh, did like a, a boo or something at the very beginning, <laughs> but uh, I wasn't quick enough. I, I didn't didn't think about that. Should have t- instead of saying hi, I should have told you to say boo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That would have been spookier. Uh, but yeah, this is... Uh, I'm definitely actually just going to tune in today because I want to see what their setup's like. I want to see if we get any upsets, uh, any cool teams coming out of here. It would be fun. Anything else to Absolutely. say about it? Before um, we move on to insane moves. More insane moves. Yeah, I mean, do we want a hot take prediction about who wins the whole thing? Because... We won't be able oh, to. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should up, update live. <laughs> I'm acting, acting like we're not, acting like we're gonna have another podcast before the main event happens. Yeah, you know, yeah, we'll do one this morning. We'll do one really late tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's do who's who's gonna win it all. Um, or, or we could do like the who's gonna be in the finals and then who's gonna win it all. Okay, let's do that. Uh, for people who don't know already, the five who did qualify automatically, non preliminaries, who we have not mentioned on this podcast yet, are Canada, China, South Korea, France, and the U.S. of A. Uh, so five very good teams. The only, I think, the only one that has a chance to make finals, Joe, not in out of this five, is the U.K. Uh, and they are in prelims. So they're the only one in prelims I think has a chance to make the finals. Um, possibly Finland, I guess. They also have pretty good talent. But who am I going to go with here? So China's basically... China's basically Chengdu Hunters. <laughs> uh, with Gu Shui added, which is nice. Uh, Canada always gets... I think Canada always gets overhyped. Um, and I think it's because of the XQC fans because I, he's just not, he doesn't play pro overwatch anymore. It's hard for us. I think it could be pretty good. All right. I'm going to go, Joe, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say South Korea makes the finals. Do you agree? <laughs> makes the finals. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, um, I'm tending to agree with you at a group a, um, which, uh, there's another bracket creator like we've used in the past for playoffs and stuff um, that I went through, and so the the teams that I sent uh, to Group A, yeah, UK and and Sweden, I'd fill out that roster. But yeah, uh, you know, South Korea and US uh, again on the same side of the bracket. I feel like that happens every year, um, so we won't see them both in the finals. But uh, yeah, you you, you kind of gotta assume um, that it'll be it'll be South Korea on one side or the other of the bracket. Yeah, uh, it's fair to assume. Uh, yeah, it stinks that U.S. is in the same group. So I don't know how the group stages work, but I'm assuming so. There, it's it's going to be someone from Group A versus someone in Group B in the finals, though, is what I'm picking up. As as far as I know, yeah. Okay. Um, then China versus South Korea again. Uh, I'll make that bold prediction, Joe. Super bold. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, and Group B, so yeah, Canada, China, and then based on the picks we just made, I think um, Australia, Russia, and Finland then are the other three. 
the other three teams in Group B. But, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, if, if I'm, if I'm going to pick different than you, uh, which I might as well, um, I, I'll, I'll say South Korea, Canada. Um, but, yeah, it's it's going to be either Canada or China, I think, for sure, out of, out of Group B. Um, and must, must say Group A is... The group of death, UK. Seriously, you're gonna you're gonna funnel UK into there too. Come on. Yeah, or, or whoever wins that group. But yeah, it's it's just very likely UK. But uh, yeah, like you said, unfortunately, I think uh, South Korea, Canada, or South Korea, China, I think is 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 likely to go likely to go the way to South Korea. I think yeah. Uh, if it was if it was mixed around, it might be different, but that's not the case. Yeah, Joe, I have to agree. I think South Korea will win the World Cup. Hottest take <laughs> in the world. That's why they pay us the big podcasting bucks. Yep, because we're smart. Me and Joe, you know, <laughs> no one else is out here predicting South Korea. When South Korea wins... We're, we're willing to to make the hard decisions. Yeah, when South Korea wins, uh, everyone's going to be shocked. Everyone's going to be like, oh my God, that podcast on the flank. I was listening to them. They said South Korea was going to win and I didn't believe them, but wow, they did. They won. But look where we are now. <laughs> We've made it so far. <laughs> I can't believe it, Joe. Um, USA, baby. We're winning it this year. Not. Uh, yeah. Well, it would have to be, like we said, not in the finals since that would make it even... Uh even more impressive so i guess we'll find out tomorrow yeah uh we definitely will i'm still mad i'm still salty deep is not the coach so because <laughs> yeah by the end of tomorrow it'll be done so that's crazy <laughs> that is very weird you sh- by the end of tomorrow it'll be done wait de- no they definitely play saturday i feel like uh actually yeah no you're right it is it is saturday yeah because they do like a round robin group stage tomorrow, so oh, so maybe it doesn't have to be Group A versus Group B in the finals. Because maybe they pull the top. Ooh, that's true. Three from each. Yeah, they pull the top three from each, and then they put it into a bracket. So we were wrong there. I like it different. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe we do end up with <laughs> with South Korea, U.S. Who knows? Yeah. Well, I uh, honestly, I still think South Korea, China is very likely. Uh, finals anyway even though i was even though i was basing that off of the fact that that was the best in group a and the best in group b i still think those are maybe the best two teams so i'm gonna stick with my prediction there um despite me and joe discovering that we were wrong (laughs) uh yeah uh world cup exciting exciting world cup is just an exciting time where we all get our hopes up that someone can beat south korea and then it ends with uh nobody beating south korea um and south korea winning 4-0 in the championship game fun one of these days it'll happen one of these days and i'm so excited i'm so excited for that day i still i world cup still one of my i i grew up loving the the world cup soccer wise so this is one of my favorite events. Uh, I just I get more hype for US than I get for like the Gladiators than I get from for any <laughs> Overwatch team, honestly. Overwatch League, I mean. Um, Although get, to be fair, Team USA is like half Gladiators. That's true. <laughs> or, or it was. I it guess, was. Probably not. Not anymore. Probably not this year as much. But yeah, space is on there. That's something. 
Yeah, we did. We added a U.S. member, I guess. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, used to used to have a Canadian. Member. I mean, the Gladiators. We'll talk about the Gladiators because they made a big trade. Um, but first, let's talk Toronto. That's our first two. Uh, Ivy left Toronto, and he is uh, somewhere else now that we will say later. Uh, and Logics is going to remain with Toronto. Uh, when I first heard these newses, I was like, that's good for them because uh, Ivy, he's good. I wasn't that impressed with him. And Logics, he's good, and I am more impressed with him. So I'm glad they kept Logics. Yeah, it makes good sense to me. Um, and we talked about, especially if, if Surefor. Um, goes to Toronto also, uh, which has that been confirmed? I don't think I don't think that actually happened yet. No, it hasn't happened. Um, but especially if that does happen, I mean that's just all the more reason that uh, um, yeah, you don't need all those DPS players. <laughs> yep, sure for greater than Toronto or not Toronto Ivy. It's early for me, right? Yeah. Ivy is Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do think Sure4 is, is better than Ivy if they get Sure4. Not confirmed yet. Um, so that, but that's 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 the that's the word around the street. All right, lots of remains here. We got Note remaining with Dallas. This is actually I didn't expect this, Joe. I got to admit I didn't expect this. Um, but this is this is a very good, honestly. Note. Who do you think is Note? Was Note uh, Dallas's best player? Ooh, um, I I think you you'd have a hard time. Uh, uh, you, you, you'd have to think that uh, Ochi is probably way up there too, mm-hmm. for sure. That's um, too. Yeah, uh, but of course he's gone now. But <laughs> uh, uh, but we'll talk about that later too. But uh, yeah, I think Note absolutely was was. I mean, we, we talked about his his trade for RCK like early mid season. Um, with Boston, and I mean, you know, it's definitely able to to fill in that role um, for for Dallas, absolutely, and uh, particularly, you know, it, it was rumored that uh, Gamsu was going to get traded from Shanghai uh, to Dallas. That would be kind of cool if we saw if we saw Gamsu note again. It's like the season one Boston tank yeah. line now playing for for uh, Dallas. Dallas, but uh, so, so we'll see if that happens. But yeah, I think uh, note note has definitely been good for. For Dallas, for sure. Yeah, I gotta say, shout out to all of the um, Korean players who really want to be on an American team. There are a lot of them. I did not expect as many. Um, of course, there are the couple who are like, "No, I want to be on Seoul." But there are a lot of them that are like, "No, I want to stay in LA. I like LA." <laughs> um, like like OG, for example, uh, he wanted to be in LA. Uh, but yeah, notes, note. OG, probably the two best Dallas players. They had a great take line. Uh, so this is great that they got to keep at least one of them. Uh, and Gamsu's, honestly, might be up there with OG. So they're they're pretty close. Uh, so that would be fine. They would, they, would, they would just retain their best part, the best part of their roster, which was their tank line. Uh, but apparently OG had some... Had some uh, resentment about the coaching staff at Dallas, saying that they that he learned more from his co his his teammates than his coaches. So that's not that's good. always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, people. That's what you want as a coach. Just, just I mean, that just pours into the the narrative that Reddit has about about Arrow and Jane that they're just 
popular people and not actually good coaches. Just just fuels the fire some more, Joe. It's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, Guangzhou Charge have retained Chara. Um, we haven't seen we haven't seen that much Guangzhou Charge stuff this off season. This is one of the first things I feel like we've seen. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll they'll have uh, more kind of. I mean, I think they had a pretty big roster uh, at the end of the season. Yeah. Just, just trying to see whether they'll maintain that or what. Yeah, it's looking like they will, um, which is interesting because they yeah. obviously they finished. I mean, they finished they finished pretty pretty good. They the end of the season was pretty good for them. So I guess they're confident going forward uh, with what they got now and. They've got they've got a pretty pretty decent team right now, so uh, I don't blame them. Uh, but people like Bishu are Bishu's a free agent, right? I think Fraggy might be one. So they're yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're a bunch of people on this roster that. But as we've seen, there are some free agents that that stay, so they could stay. We'll see what happens. Um, Hangzhou Charge. Our Hangzhou Spark. God, Joe. Awful to <laughs> Just awful. Uh, Bebe, Ria, IDK, Gushue, Godsby, Adora, and uh, Assassin. All staying on the Spark. Uh, any notable names not on this list? Uh, names not on this list. That's a good question. Um, uh... No, up there no smite no smite uh bazzy and no smite bazzy revenge crystal are the four people uh not on this list bazzy and no smite were two-way contracts uh so with what's what even is their academy team yeah what is their academy team that's a great uh, question um i would like to B- billy billy gaming it looks like hmm it's has been at least since um yeah it has been 2019 season one so yeah billy billy uh, but yeah so <laughs> yeah so they're two-way players um i guess presumably can still hang around uh billy billy until or unless something happens but yeah revenge and crystal um crystal was og shanghai question mark did he ever play in Shanghai? No, he didn't. Shanghai, no. What, what am I thinking of? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking of Team China in the World Cup. Probably. Uh, but it, it, yeah, I mean, it's, it was. Uh, it, it, I, I think this is definitely sort of the core, uh, the the core Hangzhou that you, you want to see keep around. I mean, it's obviously we've got a seven person team now, so they'll probably end up. Uh, uh, extending that in some way or fleshing it out a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think this is this is definitely what um, pretty much pretty much what you expected if you're a, a Hangzhou fan would be my guess. Yeah, uh, just throwing a, throwing another DPS for sure because uh, Crystal did have Crystal and uh, Bazzy did have some some stuff to do in there. Uh, yeah. Uh, good that they kept IDK, probably one of the best supports in the league. Uh, keeping Gushue obviously is is great for them as far as popularity goes. Everyone loves Gushue, uh, and Hangzhou Spark did that. They did well last year. 
Uh, although me and J- it was kind of secretly well. They were like top five all year, but it didn't feel like they were a top five team to me and Joe. Um, but yeah, they 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 the the results don't lie. They they did pretty well. Uh, so might as well keep all your players, uh, and they're a popular team too. So, uh, yeah, Paris, um, <coughs> Paris is keeping Cruz, Gray, Soon, great Ben Best, Nico, and uh, Hip. And the first reply is. <laughs> to this tweet is half Korean roster resident sleeper. Uh, so this guy's not impressed. <laughs> this guy is not impressed. <laughs> um, I don't see a problem with them keeping any of these players. There's, these are all the players they should keep. Yeah, I don't really either. Uh, notably the not, uh, not mentioning Shadowburn or Danye, uh DPS players, uh, Fancy or LH Cloudy, actually both of them. Um, uh, both have not mentioned on the team, and so I guess they're, uh, I guess technically free agents now, and so we'll see what kind of changes are made uh, to what is now a six-man roster for Paris. Because notably, uh, I think next thing on the list, you know, they have signed uh, two more former Element Mystic players, uh, Hanbin and XZI, uh, which is super cool to to join Sparkle. Uh, um, on their list, but uh, notably, all three of them are going to be underage um, for season three. Uh, which uh, we besides I XCI, did... XCI is turning eighteen in two days. Happy birthday! It's true. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, so I guess uh, I don't know when the uh, the the cutoff date is. Yeah, so probably XCI can play, um, but, but at least currently, all three of them right now are are underage for the league. So. Uh, the, you, you know, you kind of got to wonder if, if they're going to try to fill in uh, or fill somebody in in the meantime or what. But, uh, but yeah, same thing. I mean, this is sort of the core of Paris that, um, uh, that we were looking for, and that's that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, see, if if they let the if they let both Sparkle and and Hanbin play, um, just right when they turn eighteen. Uh, Hanbin would come in February, and Sparkle would come in May. Uh, but we'll see what their rule what their rules are on it this year, as far as age. As far as age goes, I think usually I only remember the season one rule, which was like if you turn eighteen in the last in stage four, you can't play, basically. Um, but Super and Sinatra turned eighteen mid season, season one, and they could play. So we'll see when the date cutoff is, but May, May is like middle of the season, basically. So yeah. I think he should. I think Sparkle should be fine. Um, and, it, and it might be it might be more flexible too because because um, uh, they're getting rid of like the say the stage structure, mm-hmm. so they can't say you know it's you know eligible eligibility cutoff per stage or something because that doesn't really work. Yeah, it'll just be, end up being a date random date in the middle of the season or at the end of the season, probably. Um, so yeah, I think all three of these players should eventually be in. It kind of sinks that they would have to go half the season without sparkle. Cause I think he's the most notable name here. Uh, but they still got like their core Paris roster here. Uh, besides probably like LH cloudy, I guess, but these, because they need another tank. Uh, yeah. While Hanbin is, 
is underage. They're definitely going to need somebody there. So we'll see. We'll see who the pickup of those two Hanbin and XCI great pickups to go. I mean, they are just attracting. Um, they're attracting all, all all those players after they got after that got coach head coach rush. Everyone was like, okay, I'll go there too. So that's great for Paris. Great for Paris. Um, and yeah, keep these players. They're all pretty good. Uh, yeah, great additions. Um, next. Soul is keeping Toby. Uh, round of applause for that one. Great, great. One of the OG Soul players, uh, and he's pretty good. Uh, and they signed Creative. Do you know anything about Creative? I do not, uh, other than he is uh, formerly from Jinji, uh, so sort of uh, called up from the Academy team, so it's kind of cool. Uh, looks like he's a Zen on it type player, which should make your uh, uh, Hong fans a little bit nervous. Um, uh, but you know, obviously we haven't super, we haven't really talked about that, but I would see rumors that he's headed somewhere else too. But, um, but yeah, Toby's staying, uh, looks like creative also currently at least is, uh, underage, but we'll turn 18 on November 4th. So, so that's Monday. Happy birthday to both these players. Jeez. Lots of birthdays here. Uh, 18. Yeah, I'd be nervous. I I already thought Rio Jehong was gone. I definitely think he's gone now. Uh, uh, so we'll see. We'll see where he goes. Um, all right. Boston. Uh, yeah, they signed. So Boston had Boston had a nice little little AMA stream with with um, Puck. And uh, during the stream, he announced these two signings: um, Muenbong and jerry <laughs> i like <laughs> they're, so they're both korean players but i like how their their names are basically the opposite um like one of them's yeah. pretty hard to pronounce at, at first sight and the other one's just jerry <laughs> uh, but jerry's from meta athena and when bong's from o2 blast and we have uh we have a gary in the league and now we have a jerry wow Gary and Jerry. Why are they not on the same team, Huck? <laughs> I think I think because uh, Chengdu already has twelve players. I think that's why. Come on, <laughs> come on. Uh, but yeah, Jerry is a DPS, and uh, Wen Bong's a support. Uh, Boston had no supports going into this signing, and now they have one. So, and Jerry will join Color Hex on DPS and Axiom Infusions. Are there only two other players? So, Boston will be signing more people here. Absolutely, and it sounds like uh, likely more uh, quote-unquote unknowns too, which was not surprising given it's Boston. Um, Absolutely, we've got to see what sort of uh, how, what sort of role they can come in and, and fill. Yeah. Um, did you see? <laughs> my favorite part of the stream was Huck got a question from the chat, um, just saying, "Are you looking? Are you looking to sign Joe?" <laughs> and uh huck had no clue what that meant he assumed joe meister <laughs> um but then the guy replied joe mama um <laughs> of course got him pretty bad <laughs> nice yeah uh very good i assumed it might have been looking to sign you joe 
um, as oh a, yeah, of course, as an analyst. So um, yeah, yeah, no, it'd be as a player. Come on oh, now. sorry, sorry. You'd <laughs> 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 be the king of uh, the king of recruiting uh, unknown talent for sure, Joe. He'd... Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't even I don't even play on the Butler team, but I've just been I've been saving myself for for Boston. For Boston. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um okay, London. Of course, London's offseason has been so far losing their two best players. So not so far not so good. Uh but the Fusion University uh, has has had a bunch of players signed this this past week. Two of those players are now on London, uh, Fuse and Bernard. And London's roster is now four supports in a tank. Joe, very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's some kind of something. Uh, but obviously Bernard, um, super cool. He's been around with. Uh, Fusion University looks like since uh, 2018 season two, I uh, played season one in Korea for looks like a team called World Game Star. Mm. Um, so that's kind of cool. But, uh, but yeah, it's been around for Fusion University ever since then. Um, I, I, I played this uh, looks like a sort of off tank type role. I, I think he was playing alongside Changsik uh, uh, for most of uh, the time he was with Fusion, but. Uh, yeah, super good off-tape player. I mean, obviously, Fusion University, the the its record precedes <laughs> record precedes the team for sure. Uh, uh, and then Fuse as a sport player, I, th- I think he's uh, relatively new. It looks like he may have only come up uh, to join them once they moved to Korea. It looks like since the yeah. end of July. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's sort of his connection there, but. Uh, like you said, Fusion University's had a had a pretty great, uh, uh, b- b- pretty great week this past week, mm-hmm. uh, with lots of lots of signings from. Oh yeah, uh, uh, from Fusion University. Yeah, more more impressive if you're Bernard and you're on the you're on Fusion University in in 2018 because uh, for Fuse he joined the team and then the team didn't do so well in Korea so. Uh, yeah, I, still, still, Fuse is probably still pretty good. Not, not trying to put him on blast here and say that he was the reason why they stunk in Korea, but he might have been. <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah, uh, and then we have in probably my favorite announcement of the off way to announce something in the off season, Joe. Um, the Philadelphia Fusion. Uh, they basically they've been they've been somewhat silent besides like announcing EQO leaving and all this and Carpe being back, uh, but they put out a video for their roster this upcoming season, which I don't know if that confirms like okay we're done making moves. Um, and here's our roster. Uh, this is, it seems to be uh, seems to be pre-confirmed. They're not. They actually the assistant GM uh, t- tweeted afterwards. They said that they're they're not done yet even, but. Yeah, I've got a pretty full roster. Certainly made it seem like they were. Yeah, got a pretty pretty darn full roster, and gave us a nice little video. But I, I will admit, the video might have just been a cool way to announce that announce a couple players here that are surprising. Um, I think five new players were announced in this video. Five? Am I right? Um, it's listed on the thing. Uh, yeah, five new 
Five new players. Okay. Um, our four new players. One surprise old player, uh, okay. which was the best part of the video, and we'll get to that last. But Ivy, who we talked about earlier in this podcast, this is where he's going. Ivy, he was on Toronto Defiant, and now he's here. Uh, and yeah, he's here in Philadelphia as the f- as another DPS. They have Snillo, Carpe, um, and someone else uh, who, who will surprise <laughs> you with. Um, and then they got Fury at Tank, of course, London Spitfire Boy. Uh, Everyone knows and loves him. And then you got Alarm and Funny Astro. Uh, all all pretty good pickups there. Obviously, Funny Funny Astro's from uh, Atlanta, Atlanta Academy, Atlanta Rain. Uh, and then Alarm is another Fusion University boy. He's, he's joining the... Not too many Fusion University people actually join the Fusion, but he's here. Um, he was on the... He was on Philadelphia for a two-way last year, wasn't he? Alarm? Was he? I don't remember. No, no he only just recently. Oh, it was, was Elk. I'm thinking of Elk. Uh, I'm thinking old of Elk. enough, yeah. I'm thinking of Elk. Uh, yeah, Elk was two-way. Okay. Uh, lots. Okay. And then the last person. You guys thought you got debated. All right. You guys thought EQO was a free agent. Nah, he's back. <laughs> Which is, it's funny because on Liquipedia, it says his join date of Philadelphia Fusion was yesterday, uh, but there is a little underline. It's a player rejoined after previously leaving, uh, which fun. Uh, I, I, I'm that makes me super happy because that's cool. I like it. Absolutely, yeah. Kind of makes you wonder if there's a story behind that somewhere. But uh, yeah, we were surprised. Uh, at least I was surprised to see him go, um, and it's good to have him back for sure. Uh, to uh, come alongside Carpe, obviously, excuse me, uh, Ivy can sort of be uh, uh, b- b- play those similar roles, but uh, can sort of be like sort of a, a second string DPS now, uh, which is which is cool. Uh, that's they didn't have tons of flexibility really uh, for for their Philly lineup in the past. Uh, Fury, I'm super excited about. Um, though still a little bit surprised, obviously, because he'll be competing a lot with Poco. Um, as far as uh, who, who they want to run, uh, if they want the the double Korean tank duo, I mean, I, I mean that's something. Um, you know, put Fury and Sato together and start um, start that kind of practicing is something. Um, probably the biggest. Uh, well, <laughs> I think I'm going to say this anyway, but it's uh, considering they just signed Fury, it's a little surprising. But I, I think honestly, the 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 biggest signing here is Alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, on the support role, um, just because he's an absolutely nutty, um, uh, just, uh, absolutely nutty support player. Um, I mean, he's been I played for Fusion University for a year and a half, um, and just, just been absolutely crazy. Uh, uh, Alarm and then who are you as well? Uh, who's been on uh, Meta Athena slash Meta Skyfoxes slash just now Skyfoxes? Uh, on loan from Fusion University still, but uh, this is, so the two have played together a lot. But uh, obviously, Alarm now here for Philly, uh, and I think that's that's going to be a really big addition. Uh, uh, he, he and Boombox play similar roles. I kind of wonder if, well, for that matter, Funny Astro kind of does too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess uh, it, 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 I guess he's more of a Lucy Mercy type player, but 
Um, all that to say, uh, I think that is a really good addition um, of alarm. I, I think we can expect uh, uh, if there will be any roster changes, which, like I said, I think there will be. Um, I think we can expect potentially another main tank, um, or a, or a, and or another support player like Funny Astro who can play sort of those those main support heroes. Um, uh, and before uh, Jay Hong to to Philly, uh, that, <laughs> uh, 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 I guess that's not that's not quite his his primary uh, hero pool, I suppose. But uh, but that would be kind of insane. But uh, they'd have three of the best off support players, Joe. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that would be kind of a lot. Um, yeah, I think honestly the. The, the main tank probably is the weakest position we've got now on this team, uh, which you know that's a super popular opinion to have if if you follow Philly, but um, particularly now with these new signings, that's um, that's kind of where this team is sitting. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because yeah, he's, everything he said I agree with, uh, but it's mostly interesting. I think the IV thing is huge for them now. They've got I think they were missing that flexibility because Carpe and EQO are obviously super talented, but the meta didn't really fit them last year as well as the first season. So having IV in there is nice for flexibility. I could easily see Alarm taking Boombox's place by the end of the year, maybe trade Boombox somebody else because he definitely could start on a bunch of rosters. He's great. So maybe he's gone eventually. Uh, Alarm and Boobox, two, two of the best supports out there. Funny Astro is also super good. Um, and yeah, I'm interested in Fury Poco because they're. it's interesting that they have two top tier off tanks when basically the latest meta is having two main tanks on your team. Uh, so they, they went with the opposite one there. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this roster. Lots of talent on it now, and lots and lots of talent. Uh, Ivy, Fury, Alarm, Funny Astro, probably one of the best hauls I've seen this offseason. Really good. Really good. And, uh, yeah, and we have we have Fisher's seal of approval, too. I don't know if you saw that. He was doing a stream recently, and that was one of the things he mentioned was was how cool he thought the Philly roster was. Wow. Wow. Thanks, Fisher. <laughs> Thanks for your input. The, the, there we go. Fisher to Philly. That's what we oh need. Oh, my God. the ma- That's what we need. <laughs> Fury, Fury and Fisher. Oh, my that God. Would be, that would actually be a really good tech line. <laughs> yes, it would. If, if Fisher doesn't explode. <laughs> um, assuming Fisher is fine, he's gotten therapy, and he's all better now, then, yes, that would be the best. Because uh, yeah. that's what they need. They need main tank. Uh, they got Fissure. Yeah, Fury, Fissure, Carpe, EQO, Alarm, and uh, Funny Astro or somebody. Yeah, that'd be so. <laughs> that'd be a great. That'd be a great lineup right there. Uh, <laughs> it's great even without Fissure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Moving on for Philadelphia because that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good pickup for them. I was not that excited about Philadelphia, especially when they're losing EQO. But now they got them back and they added four amazing people. All right. Agilities finally announced to Toronto. This rumor has been happening for like two weeks, a long time, but it's finally official, Joe. Agilities is there. Uh, we basically were talking last week about Toronto Defiant like he was already there because because of this uh, rumor. So now they got Logic's uh, Mangachu and Agilities as their DPS. They got two Canadian DPS, Mangachu and Agilities, alongside Logic's. Pretty good DPS line. Yeah, they're just slowly building Team Canada. <laughs> Guess so. 
I guess so. Uh, but yeah, so far, Toronto's pretty impressive, honestly. Um, especially with Kariv. Kariv's their, their best signing of the offseason, obviously. He was very good for Valiant there last. Very good on the out. So, um, yeah, Toronto's looking good, and they're going out, and they're trying to get people, clearly. Uh, and there could be the one more Canadian son joining the Toronto Defiant. Sure, four. We'll see if it happens. Uh, what's next? Uh, they also signed Beast Halo. Uh, Toronto, a tank, who has changed his name to Beast. He is no, yeah. he no longer has a Halo. He is, he's going, he's not an angel anymore. Um, That's correct. He's just a beast. Uh, Fusion University, another Fusion University. This is our last Fusion University guy, right? Uh, I think so, at least for this week. Yeah, at least for this week. Um, <laughs> there. We still got Changsik on there and whoever else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is OG. He's been on Fusion University since 2018. OG Fusion University boy. Uh, and he is main tank. He's a main tank man. And that's good because Toronto, before the signing, had no tanks. And now they have one. And it's a good one. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I was looking I was looking through his uh, Wikipedia page. In uh, 2017, he played on a team called You Guys Get Paid? Question mark. Yep. Um, uh, uh, with, uh, just because this is what I happened to see, uh, with such uh, players as Space, now of the LA Gladiators, uh, uh, Chain, uh, a Canadian main tank, uh, who's uh, never quite broken into Overwatch League, but still big name, KSF also. Uh, anyway, it's just interesting. Yeah. Uh, it has, no, has nothing to do with anything, but it's a fun name also. Yes, I remember this team. I remember you guys get paid. Um, they were in contenders, actually. <laughs> the season zero of contenders uh what a team and of course space left you guys get paid though to join his new team yikes <laughs> <laughs> makes sense which event- makes sense. eventually renamed to arc six because it was a little more marketable apparently um yeah a lot of the, the original contenders team names are pretty insane uh what's next oh yes the big news uh, so last week we talked about the rumor that gladiators were getting OG. Um, we didn't know the full extent of that rumor quite yet. And we talked about, we talked about OG on, on gladiators. I did at least as if that is a great move. Um, the move is different than we, what we were saying. We thought they were just going to get OG. No, uh, they had to give up someone. They had to give up uh, their highest paid player decay, the DPS man, the sought-out DPS boy. Um, now that we know the full extent show, is that worth it for Gladiators? It's, it's super surprising, honestly. I mean, um, we, you know, we talked about um, you, you, you know, that the money is, is good probably for for the uh, Gladiators. You know, that that's, that's something that um, they, they wanted to have done. Um, and whether, whether we bring in... Um, Gamsu, for example, to to take OGE's role from Dallas, you know that, that's one thing. But uh, we we had sort of uh, that whole thing was predicated on um, that uh, Decay would stay on the Gladiators, um, and, you know, because potentially Surefor was going to leave, and then um, and then where would we be other than with no DPS players? But uh, but then hydration left to Houston, um, and now Decay went to Dallas Fuel for 
for you know arguably not uh, well I, I was gonna say arguably not tons of reason that's not true but uh, for, for whatever reason it ended up being uh is now on the Talus fuel but um yeah it makes me think likely surefor is probably gonna stay uh, on the DPS role either that or they've gotta have some uh some trick up their sleeve for trying to fill out a DPS lineup. Um, I think the the duo of OG and Space for the Gladiators is is absolutely um, better than you, than you could try to do with with Panker and Void, uh, which is what they've got right now. Uh, that that's that's pretty well established, and so uh, to, to to that extent, that's good. Um, uh, obviously, I think this this past season the tank line was one of the weaker parts of the LA Gladiators, which is ironic, um, considering all their, or a good chunk of their, uh, big fancy DPS players are gone. But, um, yeah, so provided they've got some other plan for DPS, which, you know, they have to, because right now, again, Shurfor is the only DPS player on the roster. Um, I think it's, it's at least a good enough, um, decision for, for the Gladiators for sure. It's just a matter of uh, uh, what they're going to do in the absence of, like you said, this this player they've invested quite a lot into. Yeah, uh, very interesting. Uh, God, I don't know. We're just someone on Reddit said uh, said something that I agree with, and it's it's harder to find really good tanks and really good supports, but it's easier to find a good DPS. There are tons of them out there. Uh, which I, I agree with. I think there are a lot more bad tanks and supports in the league than there are DPS. I think everyone's got some pretty good DPS uh, around the board, around the entire league, basically. Um, so I, I I agree with that there. And getting a really good tank line in Space OG, I think maybe maybe the best tank line in the league. Big Goose and Shaz, super super reliable support line. They've got even if they don't have Surefor. Like we'll see who they sign. This this trade's all gonna matter on who they get at DPS here. Uh, Decay probably not worth the amount of money that they were paying him. Uh, he did well, but he, I think he was the most expensive offseason signing last year, and I don't think he performed that well. Um, it, it, to be fair, that's that's super well. That's like one of the best players in the league. Well, that you're gonna have to play. Um, this is big for fuel, honestly, um, because especially if they're getting Gamsu, if they got Gamsu note as their tank line, like losing OG is not that big of a deal. And you get decay, you get to add decay and finally have a nice DPS there. Like that's, that's big for Dallas. It's all going to depend on what the gladiators do to fill out the DP. If they get sure for back, if they find some other hidden talent somewhere else, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but OG was apparently one of the most sought out uh, tanks this offseason, Joe. Uh, a bunch of other teams were also going for him, so I imagine the Gladiators had to pay up for him big time. Um, yeah, I can imagine so. Yeah. Uh, but I, I guess with the money that you no longer have to pay to K, you can. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you kind of have that flexibility. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, apparently OG came out said. Yeah, he came out on stream, said a bunch of stuff. Basically, I mentioned one earlier, which was that he wanted out of Dallas because the coaching staff wasn't good. 
um, and he learned nothing from them, apparently. And then um, he had choices between Paris, Toronto, and Los Angeles. And I, he he stated it like he he legit had choices. Like, it's not too often when uh, players get traded that they have a choice on where they're going. That's pretty – that's huge respect to the Fuel organization for doing that, for taking into consideration what OG wanted. Um, and basically giving him the choice. So I imagine all three of those teams were offering something. I mean, offering either money equivalent to Decay or Decay, obviously. <laughs> uh, I imagine those three teams were pretty even in their offers, and then they were just like, OG, choose where you want to go. Um, and they chose. He, he chose he wanted to stay in Los Angeles. So um, to the better American coach, Depay. Uh, so we'll see if we'll see if he <laughs> likes this coaching better. I imagine he will. Uh, yeah, big trade. Probably probably one of the biggest moves of the offseason right there. Um, and then to finish off our little transfer segment, uh, we've got a very nice press release, very funny press release from the Los Angeles Valiant, direct, directly calling us out, Joe, on, on calling the, the Valiant giver-uppers, calling them people who are saving money here they got no money left they're broke even i said they've got two new teams their call of duty los angeles team and their new league of legends team and they don't want to spend money on the valiant but they said no we're not broke we're not afraid to take risk on town we're not giving up john um (laughs) it's a pretty funny letter i highly recommend you go read it on twitter yeah, that's been almost a full week, I think, since it was posted. That was pretty uh, pretty soon after we recorded last. But yeah, talking about we are working within a budget, but we're not broke. <laughs> uh, we're not giving up. So, uh, I mean, sure, it's, you know, you can, you can read it ironically, but I'm sure it is also uh, reassuring, especially if you're a uh, LA Value fan, which I know there are some that exist. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> Even after they lost all, <laughs> they've lost agility's career. They've lost some good players uh, here. Uh, they they're keeping Custa. So if you like Custa, uh, but well, I'm interested in seeing uh, their follow up to this letter, which of course has to be signing someone big or signing signing someone proving that you got the money or you're not giving up. Because uh, right now, this current roster, it looks like you're giving up. So you're gonna have to you're gonna have to prove it to me here, LA Valiant. Prove it to me. Uh, yeah. Anything? Anything else to say about the new section before we finally complete a topic that we've had on this list for a long time? Ah, uh, I don't think so. I mean, other than you know, we got a uh, BlizzCon coming up. That's going to be cool. I'm checking the Player Overwatch Twitter right now to see if they've um, said anything about. Uh, or so do you think about the tournament? And they have not, mm. <laughs> not since uh, the 29th of September when they announced that this is the last week of the Halloween event, which I guess we can mention briefly. This is the last week of the Halloween event. Yes. Um, you can get your Sombra Demon Hunter, which used to be a BlizzCon, ex- BlizzCon exclusive and now is not anymore. Uh, by getting nine wins this week, but. No, uh, I don't have anything else about uh, roster changes or anything. Okay, uh, yeah, let's move. Let's do it, Joe. Overwatch two, Overwatch two, which might be Overwatch chapter two or Overwatch two or 
We don't know what it's exactly going to be called, but lots of leaks, lots of leaks lately. Um, and we are, we've had this topic on our, since the summer, we've had this topic on our rundown and been like, if we have enough time, let's do this. And now we're at the point where the, the whole game's basically been revealed via leaks at this point, Joe. So now our predictions going to be a lot easier. <laughs> um, but if you haven't seen any, any of the leaks, I guess this will be nice news for you. Um, but yeah, basically Overwatch 2 is supposed to be announced at BlizzCon. And what it seems like is it's supposed to be pretty similar to what Fortnite just did with Fortnite Chapter 2 where they basically they updated the graphics and how the game looks. It looks a lot better now. They upgrade, They updated a lot of things, and they, they changed the island in Fortnite. All this stuff. I'm not that big of a Fortnite player, so I don't... They changed a lot. <laughs> they updated... They, they basically rehauled the game and retooled it and made it look a lot better, and it's like a 2.0 update, and that's what this seems like it's going to be. Um, yeah, and uh, it's... Joe, do you want to go in? You, you have you seen these rumors? Do you want to go in to what? I have, yeah. Um, and obviously, this is uh, unconfirmed. We'll we'll have our whole uh, big announcement. I believe it's like Saturday evening ish, uh, Saturday early afternoon Pacific, uh, when the actual Overwatch panel is, and presumably they'll, they'll announce all these things. Um, they usually, most actually, they from, usually announce the um, opening ceremonies Friday. So early morning Friday, oh, okay. they'll announce it, and then they'll go in depth at the Overwatch panel. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so even sooner, yeah. But uh, uh, most recently leaked by Slasher. Uh, obviously, we've had stuff uh, going in and on, or on and off uh, throughout the summer and now into the fall. But most recently leaked by Slasher, um, sure enough, it looks like we have an Overwatch 2 coming out uh new logo new game modes uh maps heroes and pve features uh which is is sort of what we've expected again based on um uh based on some of the things we've we've seen already um including hero talents and in-game items uh presumably so you can uh sort of customize your experience um i guess uh items maybe a la league of legends um potentially i guess i guess talents too maybe that you can uh, customize that sort of thing. Uh, a, a PVE mission in Rio. Uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so I assume, um, you, you know, sort of structured like an archives, archives mission potentially, but uh, obviously uh, just part of the regular game, apparently. Um, much of the focus will be on story and narrative elements, uh, which obviously is something we haven't seen. Uh, so that's. Um, definitely exciting for for a whole big part of the fan base but uh also a whole new game mode called push um alongside assault control escort hybrid maps and it's a new push map um uh called toronto apparently um uh, that's about the 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 only solid uh, rumors we've seen it uh, obviously we've heard a lot about uh echo as potentially hero 32 um whether that's in Overwatch or in Overwatch 2, you know, it's hard to tell, but um, we've seen that potentially there was there was a, an artwork piece leaked that included Echo. Um, and also, some, some of the artwork we've seen is, like, different, um, sort of like you were saying, I, I guess not um, 
not completely different, but like reworked uh, default hero skins. It looks like uh, different models, different. Um, just a different look for like uh, uh, Reinhardt. I can think of in particular is it looks a bit different in this uh, uh, in this artwork, and it might not, it might be a new skin, or it might actually be uh, sort of a rework to the character. It's hard to say, but. Um, but yeah, lots of fun stuff like that. Um, that, that again, nothing's been, nothing's been confirmed yet. We've uh, heard a bunch of different things from a bunch of different places. Um, but, uh, the, the one thing we have done is so we can, uh, you can get your initial thoughts maybe on this too, but we have, uh, like we said, since June 24th, we, we made a, <laughs> a wish list, a wish list of things that we wanted to see potentially in Overwatch 2, uh, ways that we really wanted uh blizzard to go about doing this and so um we'll go over that too what uh what our things on the wish list would be but uh i, I don't know if you got something to add here. uh yeah to add before we go to my wish list is very cool and <laughs> look at this is like a little time capsule uh but mine is my first one is please be overwatch 2.0 and look at me. I might be right. <laughs> um I might my, my begging might be might come true. Um but yeah this is uh, crazy. So originally Slasher in his article had that Echo would be the hero and then he took it, he retracted it, which is interesting, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Interesting piece of it. Retraction is also news. Um, but I've also heard rumors that there will be more than one hero. Honestly, if, if it's just like, I don't know if I'll be that excited if it's just like a normal BlizzCon, but they're like, oh, but it's 2.0. Like if they're just like, yeah, here's one new map and it's a new game mode called Push. And here's one new hero. And it's an Overwatch 2.0. I'll be kind of, I'll be a little upset. Like I want a couple more heroes besides one, maybe. Um, maybe that's too much to ask for. Maybe. Uh, but I unless Overwatch, unless unless overwatch 2 is like oh yeah also we changed a lot of heroes uh the original heroes and we changed a lot of their abilities and we tweaked a bunch of stuff um that would also be interesting uh and it does look from the renders it looks a lot better which is cool i know this game came out when was 2015 or 2016 this 2016 this game came out right yeah like early 2016 i think yeah so obviously there there's improvement in how video games look every year so it's been like three years now and yeah it looks from the renders it looks a lot better uh so it's nice that they get to update their engine and stuff like that to make everything look shinier they could give the default skins new looks because it looks like genji has like a hoodie in his and all this stuff is looking kind of different looking more updated looking more stylized uh yeah, I might be a little disappointed if it's our if it's just our normal BlizzCon announce announcements alongside like, but it's 2.0 and we fix some things. Like I would I would like I would like a lot more. I'd like a more of an overhaul, especially since they've basically been doing nothing, a lot of nothing. Um, like they've just been silent. They've basically just been patching the game like once every two months for a while now. So it seems like they've been working on something. Obviously, the PVE mode's going to be there, too. And I'm just not as interested in it, but we'll see. Because all their PVE events have been fun, but not like... 
not fun enough that it would be like, I want, uh, I know a lot of people, I think the only reason I would want PVE is because I like their storytelling a lot, Joe, but I don't necessarily enjoy the gameplay of it as much as how cool the story and lore of the Overwatch world is. Uh, so we'll see what happens. That's why, that's why my two things on my wish list were please be Overwatch 2.0, which it probably will be, and PVE improvements, uh, because I think their PVEs have been basically bare bones. Uh, so if they're going to have a separate PVE mode, they're really going to need to it to be fleshed out and like a full game, basically. Um, that's that's not just like a part of a, an event that they were like, let's just throw this together for the event. Uh, it's going to have to be fleshed out. Um, cool. Yeah. You know what? No, I agree. That's... Um sort of partly partly goes into what I um, had down here too. I had three things on on my list back in June. Uh, so number one was uh, that I want the storyline to start moving forward, um, which uh, this was a, a much bigger complaint at the time, I think, as people were sort of thinking about the implications of what uh, Overwatch 2 would actually mean. Um, but that uh, lots of the lore stuff we've seen is all you know pre Overwatch uh, and all of our um, uh, cinematic shorts and stuff that we've seen is all right up until the moment when Winston uh, recalls Overwatch and then uh, sort of you know I, I guess the theory is that then the game takes place uh, uh, after that's happened and so all the lore is like backstory for the game but uh, but, but at the same time I mean. Uh, for heroes that we don't know much about, um, uh, obviously Zenyatta is sort of the the traditional figurehead of of heroes that have no lore, um, but also just um, just what the deal is with Overwatch and, and how um, how they interacted well with the things uh, or uh, how how they interact um, you know post uh, post recall and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that that's going to be cool to say. And like I said, I think that's uh, you're right. That's probably mainly going to be communicated from uh, PVE missions. It sounds like, particularly if there's going to be a bunch of them, uh, the, if there's going to be you know a bigger focus on PVE uh, in this new game, it's kind of hard to tell. But um, I think that's that's probably likely. Uh, so, so that's the first thing. I really want uh, more storyline and have the storyline moving forward. Um, then there's two other things that um, this is sort of. Uh, Probably more personal for me than uh, than anything specifically. Uh, it's like a community one, but uh, the first thing I, what I wrote down was expansion slash DLC style production. Um, and, and basically, what I mean uh, with that at the time was that I want something like uh, it's, it's kind of why I was surprised to see a couple patches ago um, that they announced. Oh, we've done an Overwatch remaster patch or whatever. Uh, when they when they threw in all those balance changes, um, it's, it's, it's partly why I was surprised to see that because that's kind of what I had expected. Um, it sounds like it's not super likely now, but it's kind of what I wanted um, to have happen, to have happen for Overwatch is for them to say, okay, we, we have a gigantic update to push, and you have to you have to uninstall the game and reinstall it because um, all the things that are different. Um, but but here then are all these new features, um, but it's still the same game, right? You don't have to you know you don't have to buy Overwatch two, for example, um, 
uh, maybe there's like a DLC pack to unlock a bunch of, or to unlock the ability to have, um, uh, like these PVE missions that they're writing, something like that, that then can add to like the base, the base Overwatch game, so that that kind of structure doesn't change. Uh, and I, re- I realize I might be sort of in the minority for that because I know that's not, for example, how. Um, Call of Duty works. I mean, there's like a, a actually a new physical game that comes out, you know, every year basically, um, and hopefully that's you know not the way Overwatch is going either. But uh, I think that's probably it's more standard to do it that way. But I, I kind of would have liked uh, to have it, you know, together. And it could be a drastic change. It could be a drastic patch, uh, but, but to have some kind of you know expansion to the current game. Uh, uh, potentially, rather than a whole new one entirely, which is, is sort of the way this is uh, leaning, for better or worse. Um, and, but then I, I did throw around um, that word DLC, and so that's uh, concerning, you know, because we don't uh, what we don't want to have happen is all of a sudden everything in Overwatch is behind a paywall, right? That uh, that all of a sudden we can't do anything without buying a bunch of DLC, and then it becomes this, this sort of cash grab, uh, which. I don't think that's out of the question. Um, certainly not in you know the gaming environment that exists now. But uh, what I still would like to see, though, uh, as as sort of a revenue stream for Blizzard, but potentially a way to keep other costs uh, for the consumer down, is to keep actually the the sort of loot box structure that they have right now, uh, which again might be uh, I might be in a minority, or I might be. Um, uh, people might not have thought about it in this way before, but I think uh, the ability to have these loot boxes just for cosmetics, uh, for, for stuff that doesn't affect the game um, necessarily, but uh, but that still people are willing to spend money on and that Blizzard is able to make money off of, I think is going to be huge, uh, uh, it, 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 both to prevent... Um, it, it, you know, a bunch of costs for uh, content DLCs uh, and and content behind a paywall, which is obviously not what we want uh, as consumers of the game, but also just to maintain the uh, the, the same variety of uh, and consistency of cosmetics and that sort of thing uh, that we we've seen already in the game. I mean, that's one of the the cool things about Overwatch, I and mean, one of the things they do well, I think, um, is is all of the skins that they've made, and and, and emotes and sprays and voice lines, and um, and Overwatch League integration too. It's uh, so to to have that uh, to to get rid of that or to try to move away uh, from that, I think would be uh, kind of a shame. But you, you know, as far as content, uh, I really want to see this new game mode uh, that's that's gonna be super exciting uh whether there's there's one hero or more than one hero i think uh you know that's one thing it's it's almost um if if uh several of the old heroes get get reworked or rebalanced i mean that's that's kind of like getting new heroes right so yeah. <laughs> maybe we get maybe we get one hero and then uh you know several reworks from for old ones but yeah um yeah, it does feel like it's probably going to be, uh, quote unquote, a separate game, uh, which hopefully that uh, transition is made smoothly. Uh, like for all we know, Overwatch League Season Three is going to be entirely on Overwatch Two or whatever that looks yeah. like. Uh, it's it's hard to tell, but um, yeah, but yeah, those those were my uh, my wish list items mm-hmm. there. <clears throat> all good wishes, I think. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do because a bunch of 
so since Overwatch came out, Overwatch at the time loot boxes were all the rage when Overwatch came out. It was the way to do skins for sure. Now things have shifted. Um, loot boxes are very looked down upon. So I'm interesting. I'm interested in seeing if they. I mean, clearly there's a lot of inspiration from Epic Games and Fortnite uh, with this idea in general that they're doing right now. And the way Epic Games does it is like a rotating shop where you just buy the skin straight up. There's no chance. You choose what skin you want. Um, It's they would have to make it free to play basically for that to happen. Or I don't know what they would do. I, like I'm just interested to see if they keep if they keep all that the same or they adapt to what's happening now or if they include like a battle pass some sort of battle pass thing or cuz battle pass is huge now like it's very interesting to to see what they're going to do with that and all the logistics behind what you're saying with are they just going to update the game or is it going to be something completely new what happens if it's something completely new is it going to be free to play is it going to cost money are you going to get it for free if you owned Overwatch? What's going to happen? You know, like what's I, I'm in, that's none of that has been leaked, and I'm very interested in in that stuff, uh, the logistics of it. What exactly they're going to consider this? Uh, and I I imagine them go going all in on saying this is Overwatch two, this is a new game, and saying because that's how you're going to get the most people to get this game or start playing Overwatch again is by saying this is a new game, this is an Overwatch, this is Overwatch two. Um, cause that's how you got a bunch of people to play Fortnite again was by saying, here it is. This is Fortnite two. This is a brand new game, brand new map. Everything's changed. Um, come play again. Uh, that's what they're doing with team fight tactics right now. They're saying we're, we got rid of completely got rid of every, everything in this game. It's a completely new game. Come play it again. <laughs> um, even though team fight tactics has only been out for four months, they decided we're completely changing the game come play again um so i think that's the rage right now is wiping get getting a nice a nice clean slate being like hey everybody come play this game again we changed it uh so i imagine that's what their marketing strategy is going to be with this and we'll see how much new there is and how much change there is uh i hope it's a good amount i hope it's nice refreshing good amount it looks good from the leaks i'm excited i'm so i'm just so darn excited to see what is going to happen because even though we got leaks it's i think a lot is still up in the air on exactly what's happening so exciting exciting that's gonna be tomorrow tomorrow blizzcon opening ceremonies i imagine they will announce this and then get into depth on it uh during the panel so excited Oh, anything else to say about it? It's, it's happening. Crazy. It is, and next week we'll have tons to talk about, and I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, lots of details, hopefully. Yeah. Lots of details, hopefully, next week. I imagine this comes out. I imagine this comes out before Overwatch League season three, and I imagine this is what they will be playing on. Uh, I imagine this comes out pretty soon after they announce it, actually especially if it's just 2.0 and it's not that big of an update um, and they're just updating it. Well, I imagine this comes out pretty soon, so I'm excited. All right. What a show. Jeez. Um, our off-season shows continue to be just bigger than than during the season. Um, crazy. Uh, but yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, 
social media. If you want to follow us on social media, mine's at JWGeorgeIV. Joe's is at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. That's INC. Our show Twitter is at On the Flank Show. You can email us on the flank show at gmail.com or tweet at us. If you have any topics you'd like to talk about, you can correct us on some of our statements because we have been wrong in the past and people have corrected us. Thank you to the people out there. Uh, if you you are listening to this in one way, if you want to listen to it in a different way, you could go to on-the-flank.pinecast.co, my YouTube channel. That's John George. You're most likely going to find that via my Twitter, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Thank you guys for listening and Get hype for BlizzCon.